Now, get ready to talk hockey. Streaming from the Oilers Live Studio. Subscribe or follow today. Hey, 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 it's Michael here from Oilers Live. Kicking off Season 7 of Oilers Live, the 7th NHL season that I'll be podcasting in and uh, lots has happened all that time we uh of course after seven seasons we still don't know how to start on time so we're a half hour late and uh but i appreciate you guys uh, tuning in i've got some of the guests from heavy hockey network some of our writers one of our podcasters a couple of guys want to say thank you to uh dash kirk and ryan for joining me tonight how are you guys doing good mike how are you I'm doing just great. Good, 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 good. Happy to get um, things going. I mean, what? Only 35 minutes late. Who said uh, earlier offline? We're a band. I mean, we'll start whenever the hell we want, right? Fashionably late. <laughs> What's what happens? Did that make when you, you Axel Rose or what? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, we kicked, we kicked good, Dursa out, so what does that make him? <laughs> I have no idea. Even Adler? <laughs> I think he's Axel Rose. Oh man, I tell you, <laughs> you know everything, everything. Seven seasons, they still can't get it right. Opening season, opening day. Uh, training uh, camp. We're in training camp. We're in training like, camp. Yeah, we got just we're, making, for everybody, we're still making guys. cuts here. We're still making cuts. <laughs> Dursa was just one. That's just Dursa's flavor. <laughs> Dursa, we're waiting on Dursa. About a half hour, just for those. He's of you still on the bus. In. About a half hour, to Dursa goes to me. He says, uh, I'll be right back. So we waited 30 minutes <laughs> for right back. And he's still not back yet, but I'm sure he'll he'll get here. He's probably tuning in right now. Maybe we'll get some <laughs> chats in there. Thanks, everybody, for um, for joining. And it uh, looks like we've got a good crowd already across all the uh, streaming services that we're on. Um, man, I'm, I'm actually... Today I you know I woke up I actually wasn't even thinking of doing starting Oilers live again Tuesdays this week. I was thinking I would do it next week. And I just had this like feeling in my gut like that said uh, I'm ready for Oilers hockey. Like I am, you know, about this time and it's about the same time every year. Like school's starting, everything's going on and I you know I just keep thinking is it October yet? Right? And um Oh God! Like I just I'm, like I can't wait now. I'm itching for it. I'm waiting. You know, uh, just till the training camp starts, which I understand is on the 16th. Is that right? Anybody know for sure? 19 days away from the Nin- first preseason game. There's already guys days out away of- from the first preseason. I mean, there's already guys out there skating together. Holloway's out there dropping pucks around with dry already. Yeah, yeah. The informal skates are going on. Everything's going great. Um, lots of talk, uh, the rumors are starting, um, just today we heard, uh, one that, um, we'll talk about, which, um, I don't get how it started or why, uh, and, and, uh, I sure hope it's not true, but, uh, Jake for Tannen, um, I think Dash, you had the best line. I heard they're bringing back, uh, Manning again too. <laughs> yeah, Tannen, bring on Manning too. and Manning. Yeah, I'll... <laughs> just just for they're going to be wearing practice jerseys. They're just here for practice. <laughs> I actually think it was either Ryan or Bradley Chansky that had the bed to run and said, "Why he's not oh, good, man?" <laughs> it's 
So anyway, <laughs> anyway, lots. Uh, may, well, maybe not lots to talk about. We're not going to be on here for too long tonight, but we'll chat about a few things and, and we'll just have some fun. Depends um, how many stories Kelly from Beerly Girls wants me to tell. <laughs> and, and see what stories, yeah. Get on here, Kelly. Hear and who, whoever wants to hear. I mean, I'm just excited. Thanks, uh, Neil. Hello to you. Uh, Jax, thank you for uh, joining in. Um, Handsome man. Hey, guys. I mean, look, we're the, the team's starting to shape up a little bit. We're starting to get, um, you know, a little bit of an idea of who we're playing against. Uh, the Flames were maybe the biggest change in all of the offseason in terms of, like, um, just going from one team to another. Uh, and, uh, take. I mean, it's... In my, have we ever had something like as a big a change as this with the Calgary Flames? Like where you've had two top scorers from a team leave and then, you know, a couple of top guys from other teams come in? Like, is that, does that ever happen? I mean, maybe the Oilers back in the day, I guess they would say, how many times has that happened with any team? What's that, Ryan? I was going to say, how many times has that happened with any team? It's a, quite a remarkable changeover in the summer. Yeah. You don't just trade your, you don't let 115 point players walk and then just bring in other 115 point players and then follow them along with guys that were top 10 in Norris voting. It's just, just like a quick little scramble in the ninja blender and out come these guys that were better than what he had, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and that's a big question. I mean, I spent I spent the the greater part of Johnny Goudreau's career in Calgary, saying yeah. like, if 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 I was a Flames fan, that's a guy that I would take off the roster in a second. Like he was he was always so frustrating to me. I mean, you could watch a million videos of him going into a corner and then turning away before he even gets to the puck because he doesn't want to fight for it. Uh, and you and you kind of. You know, you knew that when playoffs come, that's what you're going to get from him. And, and albeit this was probably the best season he's ever had. Maybe Sutter lit a spark under him, but it's still. <laughs> nice. Love the shirt. Dash. I was going to say, Love where'd shirt. you get that shirt? Whoa. Oh, look and, at the hat. The hat. He's got Whoa, the matching set. Thanks that's for sending that package of merch, Michael. I appreciate <laughs> you take, taking the time to send each one of the guys a giant box of hats and shirts and hoodies. Do do, what do you got? What do you, yeah. what do you guys think of yours? Do you like them? <laughs> I think I think he bear lost my uh, address. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be happy to let you know once I get it. Oh, this yeah. is awkward. Damn this Canada is, Post, eh? This is really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It is. It does look good. It does look good. So back to back to the matter at hand. I feel like I've just watched like a wrestling video and the guy's taking off his wearing Hey. Or uh, you know, Snoop Dogg comes in and he's wearing the Oilers Oilers jersey and everybody oh, yeah, sleepless nights right. to Dash comes in and wearing the heavy hockey shirt. If you want me to be Snoop Dogg coming yeah. into this podcast, it's gonna be a different show. <laughs> Dash nizzle. All right, guys. So back to back to what I'm getting at with the flames. I mean, this is a, like Goudreau. I absolutely hated the guy. I hated him. I would have hated him if he was on my team, right? And yet, I like. There's no doubt he's he's good with the puck. You know, you give him the puck, he's good. He can dance around, but put him in a corner and he's just crap. And uh, 
And and so here we've got, you know, Kachuk, Goudreau, Huberdo, Kadri. The all four of them have, you know, one thing in common. They are, they're all coming off career years, right? But the biggest difference is that Kadri and Huberdo have never in their lifetime reached even close to, at least Goudreau has been close, right? And Kachuk has been sort of going around that stage of, of being a point producer. Um, and those two are still young, but now the Flames added two old guys coming off of a single career year. Now, the only thing I've got to say about this is I think, you know, those of us that aren't looking with, you know, um, flames colored glasses, <laughs> I lost mine years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we'll tell you that like there's a there's a big question mark. But still I listen to NHL radio, I listen to all these guys, and even if you put it on paper, they're not as good as they were last year. But there's still a significant amount of folks out there that have the flames finishing ahead of the Oilers. Including the guy that should take that shirt off, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you tell me. Tell me, Dash, why you think that. Jonathan Huberto is a better player than Jonathan Hockey. I think he's older. He's more mature. I think he has better, hmm, how do I put this, PG habits away from the rink. Um, that <laughs> follows uh, Kachuk along to Florida as well. So um, I believe their uh, roster has become not only maybe more talented and committed, maybe cleaner. Um, they bring in guys like Mackenzie Weger that... Um, Weger you know, will be a difference maker. I finished two, two points behind Darnell Nurse in, in Norris Trophy a couple of years ago. It was, you know, arguably top seven or eight defensemen in the NHL that year. Um, you know, I think that the Flames defense struggled in the playoffs and uh, that it'll help to have Uyghur. I think, you know, it's a first pairing defenseman and it's hard to get those guys, um, you know, and then they lose Taychuk and get back Kadri. Well, you know, they lose some of the wild, maybe. Um, but they get again, back more experience and somebody that's won a Stanley cup and Sutter potentially produced one of the most consistent hockey teams in the entire NHL last year. And in my opinion, he's got better players that are more committed. They got lucky though. They, they all had COVID at once. And after that, they had zero injuries. That's a rarity. Yeah, that's, that's a true. Rarity. The other thing is, is that their entire team isn't on a, on a contract year this year as well, right? But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I you know, I think for me, I mean the big thing is I is, think they're yeah. the better team. I think they're the team to beat in the Pacific Conference. You do. I think it's their I think it's their conference yeah. to lose. Yeah. Oh really? I disagree on that. We can come back to that. Yeah, no, I mean this this is what we're here to talk about because look at you know what what Dash is saying is is exactly what a lot of folks are saying out there you know, the analysts and, and that, and I'd say it's 50, 50, there's uh 50% of them are, are saying, oil. you know, it's the Oilers, uh, first, you know, first overall in the Pacific to lose. Right. And, and, but there's another, you know, half of them that are saying Calgary is going to be better than they were last year, do better than they did last year. Um, mm. and, and look, you know, here's, here's my problem with it. Dash is, is, you know, you're right. 
you got you're adding a little bit more experience, a couple of guys that might be known to be a little bit more committed to the game of hockey uh, on the ice and off the ice. You know, I don't know that for sure. I mean, we we got you know, we've got some stuff that we've heard obviously over the years, but it's here's my ch- here's my challenge with that, right? Is is you've also got two guys that have had career years on different systems than they're going to be playing in Calgary. And to me, this is the like how anybody could say Calgary is going to be better off. That's the problem I have is is nobody knows. Like, how can you possibly know how this team, which is more or less new, like the the top scoring line in the league last year, sadly, was on the Calgary Flames. And two of those three players are now gone. So, you know, I can tell you one thing. I don't expect Kachuk and I don't expect um, uh, Goudreau to do as well as they did last year because there was definite chemistry on that line, specifically. And they're not on contract years anymore. And they're not on contract years. But I don't expect Huberto to come in either and uh, and come in and, and be the top-scoring line for the Flames again this year, right? Like, you know, it's new. Will Lindholm be the same guy, right? You know, is uh, and um, you know where does Kadri fit? And if you and if you elevate Second Kadri in the lineup, and he's not playing behind McKinnon, that's a big deal, right? Like you don't, you know, you don't know is, is, is how much of that. It's it's. I always talk like it's like batting order, right? Like there's a batting order with how you play your centers, right? And if you got a guy that that can protect your second line center like a McKinnon and you put him in front of Kadri as the first line center. Well, you know, Kadri gets some sweet, you know, <laughs> sweet matchups on defense. Right. And, uh, will he get that this year if they have to elevate him? I mean, I don't know. I mean, and I don't know, will they elevate him? We don't know that either. Anyway, um, Jack Jensen, some of you may know, <laughs> is listening in guy. on YouTube today. He's, uh, He's chirping us. He's shaking my head. And these guys are talking flames, and uh, and, this is, <laughs> and, and you know you're right because well I used to, here's the thing: is I used to make fun. I lived in Calgary for a long time, and I'd wake up and I'd, I'd put on the fan nine sixty on my drive to work, and ninety percent of it was talking about the Oilers. And I used to love it. It was just the saltiest chatter I'd ever heard. Um, and, and that was it. And guys would call in that, you know, the announcers would talk Oilers hockey. <laughs> then the other 10% would be about the flames. And I was fine with that. I mean, it gave me something to be mad about and <laughs> on the way to work. Uh, it was all good. Anyway. Bitch about your support group yeah. with the uh, detailer. <laughs> That's right. So Ryan, what's your thoughts? I mean, you, you were thinking some things there. Yeah. So I, I disagree. I, I think the Oilers are the team to beat here. Now, talking Flames, it's hard to argue that they're not better than last year. I mean, Mackenzie Weger alone makes them better. You, you take Weger, put him in the lineup over top of Goodbranson, that's an improved defense. <laughs> Absolutely. But their forwards, I don't see them as being any better than they were last year. If anything, I think they're slightly a little bit worse. Because as you talked about, Michael, that top line was the best line in the league last year, and two thirds of it's now gone. A lot of like, I think that was a situation where the sum was greater than the value of the parts. Like, I I don't view Goudreau as the third best scoring player in the league. I don't view Kachuk as a consistent hundred point guy. 
nor do I view Lindholm as a point per game guy. Well said. <laughs> so I, I think just the fact that the chemistry is now broken up, I think the value of that top line is going to go down. And now you're putting who Tyler Toffoli on that top line with Huberdeau and one of Lindholm or Kadri. It's good, but it's not game breaking in my opinion. Then, was it chemistry or was it system? Well, part of it might be system. You're right, Dash, 100%. Yep. But then my, the question but I always system have... System doesn't that, lead to yeah. 100 seasons at all. No, no. But Well, and the top three players in the NHL and plus minus were that line. So. And like the rest, of their, the rest of their forwards are playing under the same system, right? They didn't all break their career highs this year. Yeah, that's a good point, too. And is, is uh, you know, will they get through the season with the amount of injuries they had last year? Right. Well, I, I think last year was the perfect storm of good things happening for them. Like Kirk was talking about, they had COVID all at the same time, got that out of the way early in the year. Meanwhile, you got a team in Edmonton that went two months without a win, essentially. Like, I, I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head, but there were some dark times here, December, January. We've all buried that down deep. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to repress those memories. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> but I don't see... If there's going to be stretches, of course. Six and 16, I don't know. But I don't see Edmonton going through two months where they win at like a 5% or 10% clip. It's just not going to happen again. And even with that, they were still within a handful of points of Calgary. Okay, so let's maybe shift gears a little bit here because, you know, Jack's right. We don't want to talk too much about the Flames, you know. Yeah, exactly, right? I mean, tarnish, tarnish this show's fantastic record. Everybody, have a, good everybody wash your mouth. That's right. But let's, you know, let's talk about, you know, um, like if you believe the Oilers are going to finish ahead of the Flames, which I do, I think Kirk does, I think Ryan does, and Dash, <laughs> Dash isn't Dash isn't sure. Let's talk about why. Like you know, um, Jax uh, is, is says on YouTube. He says I'm elated to see how Jack Campbell is going to lead our team this season. Right. That's like the other big reason I think that <laughs> I mean we addressed our biggest flaw from the playoffs. We we were able to beat the Flames in five games. Now I'd say defense and goaltending were their biggest issues. Markstrom, fantastic goaltender, very capable of stepping it up in the playoffs. But the not Oilers against the Oilers. Yeah, not against the Oilers. It's, that's <laughs> not just a playoff thing. That's that's a regular season versus Edmonton. Living rent-free. Yeah, we're, we're rent-free in that guy's head. So that hasn't changed unless he's got some mental coaching or something over the summer. Who knows? But yeah, the Flames defense got better, but they needed to his be His wife's pregnant. He's probably better. even more distracted. <laughs> we all know what happened to Talbot when he had kids. Exactly. Twins and <laughs> gone. He gone. <laughs> Poor guy. But uh, no, like the Oilers, like how many goals did they score in that series and how quickly was it over? And we addressed our biggest flaw, whereas the Flames got marginally better. And Markstrom isn't going to sleep for months. <laughs> but that, that's where I'm sitting on that. But happy to go deeper into it if you guys want, but that's where I'm at. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I think it's good. I mean, that's, those are good points. I mean, that was our biggest flaw. We, we've addressed that. And then we've added in, right? We've added in Murray. Yep. Uh, this one's interesting to me, and we're going to chat about that. But go ahead, Dash. You were going to say something. Uh, no, just like I, I didn't come by it 
waywardly i you know i had thought about it a bit I, it is 50 50 you know it's <laughs> <laughs> i had a lot of time to myself in the mountains this <laughs> weekend right. um I don't know. I just like it just Sutter's too consistent and he's too good for the regular season. He's got an expiry date of two or three years and he's right where that is. Maybe by next year it starts to, to, to wander, but you know, is losing Monaghan that big a deal? Like I think they've really improved their team quite a bit and they know the system that much better. The only thing that's not going for them is Manjapani, Taychuk and Goudreau aren't all in contract years, which I did think helped them tremendously. So, you know, who knows? Is the Nurse healthy, you guys? Are, like, knock uh, on wood. I don't want to go back on this whole Flames thing, but every, like, all of the players on the Flames, minus Michael Defoli, loves the Flames, are all, are all, like, they all had career seasons. Yeah, stop seasons, talking about them. Right? They yeah. all had career seasons. Like, so. Kirk, if, Kirk we're going to talk about the Leafs. If next. all of them have a career Perfect. season again, then, then we'll see. Anyway, okay, Kirk, you got it. You got the floor. Like, uh, and by the way, love the jersey. Love the jersey. Old school. Old yeah, school. Yeah, baby. Oh, it's good. It's good. Did you? But just on that on that uh, topic, did you guys see the the new? Uh, was it the third jerseys they're going to use this year? There, that the old McFarland will drop. Yeah, Gazola gave a little peek ski. Am I the only one that think? thinks they're disappointing? Well, dep- yeah, I mean, they're whatever. On- it depends on whether you like the oil, that you know the uh, McFarland thing, right? See, that's no. I actually love that oil drop jersey, the original. But I think this one they totally dropped the ball on design on this one. Like, what what would you do then, right? So first of all, this is a reverse retro. I used to like jersey. you, Ryan. Are we just going to argue this entire episode? No, <laughs> we used to be wrong. cool. That's we used wrong. to be cool. <laughs> it, what? There's no good radio or TV in, in agreeing there, Dash. Well, Durst is gone, so you got to be the asshole. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anybody, anybody even heard from Durst yet? Do we know what happened? <laughs> Let me check my Still. phone while Ryan makes some sort of useless point. <laughs> oh, man. But for, they got four colors going in there. You got the orange is kind of randomly in there. And it's a reverse retro jersey. They went with like that same navy blue a, right. base color with a little bit of silver and white trim. If you were going to really do it, I'd have gone white jersey with some navy and silver trim, and I'd have ditched the orange entirely because it has no place in that jersey, in my Yeah. You know who has zero Fs to give? <laughs> Daryl Cates. That's fair. It, you it's going to make him money. Keep cashing him checks. To me, that's like the most disappointing thing. I mean, do you guys love this, like, New Jersey every year to buy. Like, is that it's something you guys like? Me a lot of freaking money. That's yeah. Some people yeah. like it, right? Like, I'm sure. I'm sure they're and and I'm not judging you, not out loud anyway. But do you, <laughs> <laughs> do you do you guys like this? I mean, do you like having to buy? It? Like, I mean, you don't have to. We choose to, but like, no, I, I, mean, I, what I don't like is that they're changing the, the, like the main jerseys. They're going back to the royal orange. That's great. No issue. But they're changing manufacturers after next season, oh, right? So like we're going like two, yeah. or it's two out of three years or two years in a row where we're looking at new home jerseys. That's frustrating. As long as they got a shiny chalice raised above them, I don't give two shits. Yeah, exactly. Valid point too. I mean, yeah, first world problems for me over here. Minor uh, <laughs> qualm. <laughs> 
Uh, Ryan three fingers into his <laughs> his drink is uh, is a good Ryan. Scotchy scotch. <laughs> hey guys, this is the first time, by the way, for those of you tuning in, uh, that you can see. Oh, I'm moving the wrong way. There's Merlin. There, you see Merlin. Yeah, passed out behind me. Rough night out. already. Just like most of the listeners. <laughs> passed out. They, they fell asleep five corner. minutes in. Before we even got on air. Waiting for us. Oh, man. Neil. <laughs> Neil on YouTube says, sounds like Dash wants a Flames jersey. <laughs> I love Ouch. It. I Ouch. Although, I still get to enjoy when we beat them in five games in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was Neil on YouTube was talking like, what's with three games against the Flames in a full schedule? Has anybody, yeah, has anybody heard one. why NHL that NHL fail. Just an NHL yep. fail. It's made randomly, but you'd think that they'd go, oh, well, that's one of the biggest rivalries in hockey. We should probably get well, that, that rolling. But that's what they've talked about. They've talked about like consistently sort of upping the rivalry piece of, of hockey uh, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. I I'm, like if you, for you know, sure. if it's even if it's done randomly, uh, don't you look at that and say, uh, um, maybe hit the random button one more time? <laughs> like <laughs> this, <laughs> this is awful. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I seriously, and that's like especially after this playoffs. Like, wouldn't you want to capitalize on that and cash in even more? You know, kind of stoke the, you know, you know get the back up the brink struck one more time, you know, kind of maybe Markstrom's got going to go on somebody. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then, and then Leon has pictures on him. <laughs> <That's> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Those sad. games are going to be more interesting just because there's fewer of them. Like guys are going to get more up for him. Fans are going to get more up for him. Like there's this, Remember the all Canadian division the year we played everybody ten times? Like yeah. I was I was actually kind of sick of watching the Canadian teams where Tell me we're not headed to the second round versus them again though. It, like right, the way it's lined up. The second round. There's no guarantee. Right? I, uh, one of the two teams wins a division, one of the two teams wins in the first round, it's happening again. Right? One of us will get the flames and one of us will get the Nashville Predators. Oh, stars are good. I don't know. That's a good question, boys. Who do you think? How many Pacific? I put a poll out. I actually haven't looked at what the answers are on the poll, but how many teams do you think are going to make the playoffs in the Pacific Division? I said three. You no, answered three. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what I answered too. Mike, Michael. Yeah, I mean, hmm. I, I I think Vancouver sneaks it's, in. Just. Does a does a spoiler and just look? You know, I mean, the Pacific Division is the big question mark, right? Like, yeah, especially Vegas now. Yeah, I mean, Leonard Vegas for the year and yeah, so they're, they're, they're the <laughs> like they got no goaltending. They have they're like us. Eichel last from like, last year. I mean, and they got worse. Like they lose Max Pacioretty. <laughs> yeah, he was in last year, but you're replacing Pacioretty dodged the bullet, with uh, Kessel. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> Admiral Hot Dog hey. to the rescue. Hey. Wait, he bears gonna, gonna be spinning <laughs> around to throw his Devin Shore posters back up on the wall. Relax, okay? Oh. Relax. <laughs> if I gotta hear another 20 minutes about Devin Shore saving the Oilers from he bear. <laughs> Okay, don't Kessel. go there. Kessel, 
Man, I like I called Kessel personally and tried to get him over to the Oilers. So my polls at sixty percent of the people said three teams, thirty-eight percent of the t- people said four teams, and three percent of the people said five teams. So I think the Oilers, Flames, and Kings are all improved. I'm not sure Vegas has got it, and I'm not sure the Knucks have done enough. So I I vote three two if I could. L A. Do you think L A. Yeah, gets with, back in? Yeah, with L A. So Josh and then Seattle top of that team, they get Dowdy back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like L A. How about Anaheim? What do they come back with this year? I mean, you got some guys. Uh, that, rebuild you know. city. Yeah, they don't even want Sunny. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think <laughs> I think Demko needle a little bit, but yeah, I agree. Like they might push for a wild card. They might be more relevant, but I don't see them as a playoff. Team. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't see them in the playoffs, but they're kind of one of those question mark teams, right? I mean, yeah. you, you get you know you could get uh, these guys. They're they're all young players. They're all skilled players. And they and they added Klingberg back there, right? Yeah. Like it's not yeah. like that's you know, for I, a trade deadline dump, man. There's no way they got agree him, that uh, seven million dollar trade deadline dump though. They're flipping Klingberg for a first at the at the yeah. trade deadline. If they're lucky, yeah. if they can find wow. a team to take on Watch that, out, if, if they find a contender to take that seven million dollar contract on. There'll be somebody retain, out there. They'll they'll get a third team in the mix there and flip it for like they'll chop the salary down and even more. They could. Those, those deals aren't easy to do, though. Yeah. Okay. So Anaheim out. Flames in. Everybody think they're in? Yeah, the Flames yeah. are in. Yep. Oilers in. In. Kings in. They're in for me. I still say Vancouver. I I I hate to say that. It, it pains me to stand. Demko's say it, good, he's, man. He's a fucking good goaltender, Demko's man. I, so I say good. He's, I say even charges for the Vesna there this year. What about um you have to if they want that? What about Ottinger then? <laughs> yeah. Can he do well, the same thing for Dallas? Yeah. He might. Are you gonna spoke out of both sides of your mouth? No, <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> no, you know, I, like, that's like <laughs> I think Dash knows I'll tell you exactly the truth. what that's about. <laughs> Screw you, Dash. I'm gonna make my point here right now. I think Dallas falls back on their ass after last year. I honestly yeah. do. Dallas out and uh, who did you say? Seattle in? No, Vancouver no, no. in. Vancouver. So Vancouver's in and Dallas is out. That's <laughs> not terrible. Peter Griffin. That's not terrible. Happens Was to be that their character. Peter Griffin on YouTube. Do you have LA uh, in there, Kirk? Canucks added Lazar. No, so no I, think they, <laughs> I think they fall backwards there too. Peter Griffin is a Canucks fan. <laughs> they do a Oilers a la 2017-18. And who did they add? I never even heard of that guy. Oh, Fiala. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the where's, Canucks. He, where's he at in, oh, in can, Vancouver? Fiala went to LA. I thought LA. you were talking went about LA. LA. That's what I thought. Uh, the uh, added uh, Mikhaev. Oh, yeah, that Russian kid. Yeah, from Toronto. He's good. So the Kings, we, we're, we've got two, four. I, I'm going to say the Kings are in. So I'd say Anaheim out, Calgary in, Edmonton in, Kings in. Uh, San Jose. In. No. no way. No. Peter Griffin, what makes the Canucks get into the playoffs? Lazar. <laughs> Lazar. It's going to eat hamburgers <laughs> off the ice. He was, There's the X factor for you right there. But man, like that kid is a really good interview. Like, yeah, he is. He's a great guy. He, he was my favorite oil king during that in oil. I've got text messages that have hearts beside Lazar's name. Like he was far and away my favorite player. I'm certain he's never taken media training. 
Like, he played with a smile on his face would you, through would you everything. If you had his character and his his personality, he just yeah. uh, man, nonstop smiles. Yeah. yeah, no, he's he's hilarious. It's like he's Ned good. Flanders. He is good. <laughs> oh, coolie dokely, boys. Hey, but you know, hey. my hat's off to him. Like he's never had like a you know a terrific season from since coming into the league, but he still managed to get I'm really like, entertained by Hebert's dog right now. Right, I know the dog's behind me. He's dying. He's trying to like, what's he doing? He's just there? doing lap after he's lap. Doing, after he's trying to, he's trying to, to dig a hole in your office. He's making a nest. This is yeah. how you know it's preseason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how we know it's preseason. Dursa left and never came back. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm waiting for him to like put a little chat thing in the. <laughs> he's he's going. Be... Hey guys, where are you? Where are you? I'm right here. He's Poor sitting in the waiting room on the Zoom call right now. Wondering. He's probably talking to us right now. Why aren't you guys listening to me? <laughs> all right. All right. So we got... Um, where, where did I end off? I ended off with uh, San Jose. San Jose. <laughs> San Jose is a no. Crack, cracking. No. 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 Um, are the cracking like are way worse than anyone even expected. Yeah, I it's took like, debate last year. That was a yeah. important decision making on my part. I don't think Borkstrom and Wright are going to do it for them. No. I like that Borkstrand signing, but I Oh, me too, but it's not getting you to the playoffs. They literally stole him, yeah. So, they did uh, steal him. Canucks. Yeah. We got Morris says they're in. Yeah. Two things, Bruce uh Boudreau and uh Boudreaux's um, a big, big deal, right? Like second year there. He's never won the deal. playoffs, so that's a sad part, right? But yeah, tip it good for us then. Tip it. But yeah, no, man, Demko is a Demko's a top three to five goalie in this league. Yeah, I would not, not be surprised if he he made Vesna finalist this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what they surprised. need is they need Elias Pettersson to come back to life. Yeah. They need Brock Besser to reappear. Boy, wait, that. how do they sign Ryan Pedersen after what they just gave to Miller? <laughs> yeah, that's not my job. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a whole other series of issues. But uh, yeah, I mean, JT Miller, unbelievable season last year, unbelievable couple years in Vancouver. But if he's your best player, that's not good enough. Like, they need Elias Pedersen and they need Brock Besser to step up. And they yeah. need Demko to lead the way. It's like that defense is not good enough. Yeah, yeah. They still got Tyler Tyler Myers too, right? They sure do. Yeah, yeah that he's terrible. Well, they got they got twenty like close to twenty one million tied up between Quinn, Ekman, Larson, and Myers. <laughs> Forgot our Larson was there too. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind that Myers pick up at the start, but everybody in their dog knew that it was going to be a bad contract in a handful of years and. I don't know where how many years in we are, but it's starting to look like a bad contract. Even Merlin knows, right? <laughs> Merlin, Merlin, Merlin's like no comment, no comment. Yeah, he's he's just he's just keeping it cool back there. <laughs> he knows, he knows what it's all about, and he also knows when to shut up and not say anything. Just in case you guys are wondering, <laughs> he's the so best. Stoffer, he's the Stoffer best guest that. on the program right now. Merlin's the best fucking guest I've got. He just sits there and doesn't do anything until I ask him to. 
you guys, I'm putting you all on mute. I'm going to run this shit. <laughs> you guys are about to get a lesson. You guys are about it. to get a lesson. All right. So what, what were you going to say about Stoffer? He was hinting all show that uh, they're bringing in a right-handed uh, oh, PTO player. So I don't know what we're all supposed to jump <laughs> on the Vertanen wagon there. Or, you know what or I if, love about uh, being an Oilers fan is we've Or if heard. he's bringing in Louis Erickson. <laughs> or, like, the only player we weren't getting this year was Crosby. Right? Yeah. Isn't that like weren't we Pitlick coming back? <laughs> we were signing Kessel. We we're getting Patrick Kane. Like let's get Chris for Steeg, <laughs> Alex Jason, all the PTO boys. <laughs> Bring the old boys back together. Bring the band. He did talk about Chase on today. I just about fucking turned my phone right yeah. out there. Just oh, like man. shut up already. He he toned that down pretty quick. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking at the list and there's who it is. He yeah. knows. Oh, of course he does. I'm looking at the list and there's nobody named Ryan. <laughs> so I guess <laughs> bit I of know. a surprise, bit of a plot twist. If uh, if there was, that's who my pick would be. People are still talking about Kano hey, too. Guys, my name's Ryan and I'm right-handed. Ooh, so, oh, hey. there you go. You should have an application. <laughs> Good PTO coming on up. Good happen. Yeah, no, nobody wants that. Spencer. Tyler Tyler Ennis, maybe? Tyler Ennis. <laughs> Isn't he a lefty? <laughs> yeah. Mm, I think he can still play right side, though. Yeah. Ryan well, Kessler, that's who uh, Bear wanted last episode. <laughs> he shoots, right? Man, I was disappointed. I, I want cried. Perry Perry. I, I cried all night. Cried myself to sleep when he signed. Yeah. You want Corey Perry so you can go to the final and lose. Corey Perry. <laughs> uh, there's a guy. Cursed. Hate the guy, but I love him on the team. I also hate Corey Perry. Yeah. I hate him too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as an Oilers fan, we kind of have to hate Corey Perry. Uh, Rudistic on YouTube says uh, Subban on a PTO. Look, Tommy Gazzola said he doesn't want to come, so I would yeah. take that at face value. But, you know, if he wants to come at minimum wage or a million bucks, sure. I'm sure Subban wants two million or two and a half. I don't know. I, I wouldn't think the only way that happens is if they move Tyson Perry out. And I don't think yeah. that's happening. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. I think Ryan Murray was probably the last move on the point for now. Yeah, I think our defense is set. Yeah, well, you know, here's the thing that – Look, I'm I'm all right with is initially I thought, hey, you know, Holland's got to do some more work, but why not see what we've got now? We've got enough yeah. to we've got enough to be, you know, one or two in the Pacific, right up to the deadline. Like this team is, it, you know, we're also helped by the fact that we're in the Pacific Division, right? Uh, and so, you know, this team's got this this team's got enough in the lineup to be one or two going into the deadline and then you can like not a lot of teams have that luxury right there's a you know a handful of teams in the um in the league that have the luxury that they can get to the deadline and then make the changes they need to make so somebody and you know somebody will take barry on if that's who you need to move at the deadline where is he gonna go though that's the thing like but somebody somebody will take the contract right like it like if that's who you need to move if you if yeah. you need to move him, if you need to move him to shore up the defense a little bit and get you know some Michael loves shore. I love 
Devin Shore, maybe like who knows? X Factor. Who sure. knows X Factor? He can play up and uh, down. I think, the lineup. I think if Barry goes anywhere, it's next summer. Like, he loves him so much he has to use him as a verb. <laughs> shore up the D line. Shore. Yeah. shore up fourth line center. We don't need Kessel. We've got Shore. We're, we're I love in, the Jersey in Shore. In this right I'm in now. the Halifax Shore. Be more like Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> Be more like Merlin. That's why I'm gonna get a shirt with that. Oh yeah, look at him. Jeez, he's gonna puke. That's He's gonna throw up. Sideline that man. Uh, Garrity says, "I think the players love Barry." Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, I've, we've all heard that. I, I Big time. All my Google point too, is, is this right? Is is we don't necessarily need the the Oilers don't necessarily need to make any more changes. Nope. Yep, up until the season starts, what they've got in the lineup, and and we st- and we still don't know how are some of these players going to perform in training camp, right? Like guys like Holloway. I mean, will he? You know, will there be enough right for him to make the team? You know, he's already out he the on the doing the informal skates with Drysital. Like just more time around a team. Seems to always be some hero that comes out of training camp that scores seven goals that everybody thinks is going to be the next fifty goal scorer. <laughs> well, who, Matheson, was that, who was that Matheson one kid? I'll tell him where. Tyratty. Tyratty, thank Tyratty. you. Yeah, I was going to say the kid out of Portland, but I couldn't remember his name. Well, it's uh, <laughs> Ryan Nugent for McDavid. Who was our guy yeah. last year? It was. Um, Tyratty 2.0. Oh, man. Perlini. Uh, Perlini. Oh, yeah, Perlini. Lamborghini. Lamborghini. You know, the funny part is, is Matheson came, Matheson came out with a tweet after training camp and said, yeah, look at where Tyratty is. And everybody shit on Matheson. The one time he was, he was right and everybody like, remembered. Yeah, wow. Totally went after him and said uh, said some pretty <laughs> pretty awful. Yeah. awful you had to know those stats were not going to extrapolate. Yeah. Nope. I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> where's he at now? He's got to be signed somewhere. Who Perlini? No, he's unrestricted. He's UFA still. Yeah. He's no, just... I'm pretty sure he's RFA. Oh yeah, that's right. He is an RFA. Is he an RFA? Is he an RFA? RFA. Did we, we didn't qualify. Oh no, we didn't. We didn't qualify him. So yeah, he's an he's a UFA. Yeah, okay. We didn't qualify him. He's a UFA. Stop and think about that there for a second. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep, Perlini is a UFA. So he's you think signed. he goes back to Europe, or it's too late for Europe? I would say now. Well, he's twenty six. I mean, he can. They've just set a lot of their rosters there already. Yeah. 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 Too late for this coming season. Unless there's injuries or something, I guess, but it depends what they think they can get out of him. What did he do in his Europe over there before? His we're numbers just, we're were actually pretty awful. Of his game, I guess. Wasn't enough, though. Nope. Who's going to be the big surprise, guys, for the Oilers this year? Oh, we're just, well, I, I, you know what? We're all over the place. We didn't finish. Vancouver, I was Seattle ask about, is out. Uh, Vancouver, who <laughs> says they're in? Anyone? No. No, besides Kirk. Vancouver, I, I yeah. They're in. I, Vegas I in, Dallas out. And you, th- I'd take Vancouver over Vegas, I think. Yeah. Really, hey? yeah. 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 I think Vegas got worse. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Ooh, Leonard yeah, was yeah. that good to begin with. 
Yeah. I know they lost patches kind of. too, but they lost patches, yeah. and they also lost lost uh, Matthias Janmark. Oh, oh yeah, another depth guy. We picked well, him up. Janmark was playing top line for them last year for a good portion of it. <laughs> well, who else did they have? They didn't have anybody. <laughs> They had 18 roster spots. <laughs> I mean, Michael is, is a, you know, regular perennial playoff contender. <laughs> no. uh, I was going to ask you guys with the the Murray sign, what do you think happens with uh, Sam Rukov and Nima Lyon? Ah, they're just pushed farther down. Yeah. I mean, they Nemo clear waivers, though. Yeah, Nemo doesn't have to clear waivers, so he can go up and down. Nemo's on a two-way. But uh, Samarukov, yeah. I think he'll end up on waivers. I don't think he's getting claimed. It's like I think he starts the year in Baco. Like I'm pretty sure Holland's willing to risk losing Samarukov at this point. Fair enough. Well, we've got and we've got a like a whole ton of guys that are on that sort of sixth defense spot, right? Like that's um, and that's not bad. But the other thing, though, is you, you never know. Like Cuckoo. one of those guys sitting <laughs> sitting there. Yeah, I think, I think Cuckoo's gone. Yeah, yeah, toast. <laughs> he's gonna be buried. Yeah, <laughs> but you never know who out of that list, right, ends up playing above their game. I was right. still thinking Russell might come back, but I think the Ryan Murray signing ended that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I wondered almost if like. Ken Holland was just too goddamn old and he didn't put his reading glasses on and he saw Ryan Murray <laughs> and he thought he was signing Ryan McLeod. Like, oops. <laughs> oh, I saw somebody on Twitter say, have you ever seen Ryan McLeod and Ryan Murray in the same room before? <laughs> <laughs> they did. Uh, Oilers social media had uh, a couple Ryan McLeod tweets the other day or today, I think. So yeah, signing and yeah, he's involved in some PR thing. Yeah, so you yeah. know, you know, something's getting done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of how much. Like they're saying on stop for show on Friday, it's going to be one year, likely eight or nine hundred k, somewhere in that range. Curious where Rodriguez is going to go. He's been pretty freaking ballsy to stand out this long, expecting to still get more. Yeah, I don't like. I heard his room, his name come up in a rumor for PTO here. I mean, like, I'm sorry, that guy deserves more than a PTO. Stoffer said he's got a $2 million plus contract he's sitting on right now, but he's holding off and thinking he can get more elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, if it was July, I'd say good good for you, do it up, but it's September, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Balls of stone. Yeah. It's got a unique skill set, but you mentioned Zach Aston Reister today, too. I mean, I'm, like there isn't a player that hasn't been mentioned in Oilers. <laughs> I know we're becoming the new Vegas. It's disgusting. There, you just got the list. Oh yeah, we got. We got like, you know what it's like to be a Maple Leafs fan now. It's like, oh yeah, everybody's oh, you, coming. Everybody, you love the Leafs, the Michael. <laughs> Man, like this year, it's even been worse, right? Like <laughs> literally, every name that comes up <laughs> must be playing for the Oilers. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, do can we can we maybe field two Oilers teams this year? Is that possible? Is that something? <laughs> the A team, the B team. One's called the AHL. Yeah. yeah, we need we need top six spots for Tulio and Borgo, and I would assume the rest get sent back to junior. 
Yeah, well, Savoy. I mean, Burgo, uh for sure will be sent back. You got to think. Um, Schaefer will get sent back. Yeah. Yeah, Schaefer yeah. will go back for sure. I think Burgo plays AHL. My little nephew's uh, in camp at Seattle right now, Cohen. And he said, Schaefer's fucking beast. That was his text. <laughs> Schaefer is a fucking beast. Yeah, I, I watched him in that WHL championship series in uh, June. Yeah, he was, he was one of Seattle's better players. Like he was all over the puck on the board check. He was just annoying. Like he's the type of player that we don't have on our roster. So like, yeah, I hope there's a spot for him down the road. Yeah, it's, I don't hate that. It's an interesting player. Like I'm not expecting top six or anything, but he can be an effective bottom six. Grease, annoying guy. Grease. Well, there's a lot of interesting guys, you know, on the Oilers prospect list, right? Like we were talking about Petrov last year, Tulio, right? You know, you got some guys that uh, they're not Lavoie, they're not going to be NHL he... ready, but you know, look at that video I sent you at Tulio Huck in the mitts today. That was pretty impressive, you guys at 180. Like he held Who's his he own in the mitts with. He had, he ended that fight. I don't know, darn a or something. <laughs> Go look What's at that? the link. I sent it to you. What's that? What's that? <laughs> you didn't send yeah, I, I saw yes, something. I did. Where, what, yes, where I was did. it, though? Where was the fight? In, um, I have to go look at the thread. All right. Well, all right. We're looking at the thread while we're doing it because uh, we've got, I see it right here. Uh, Belanger, Alec Belanger, Kingston Front Knacks. It's on hockey. I think Fights. it was in Kingston. Com. How's Lavoie doing or looking? He's probably going to be. Playing in, in Bakersfield Kingston. again, I'd say. Realistic yeah. there on, on YouTube. Yeah. It's probably going to be agree. a Baco. Lavoie? Yeah. yeah that was a nice, nice trade haul and ended up making when he traded out that third and ended up getting a fourth and a fifth and yeah. pulled in Tulio and Carter Savoy. Yeah. Great play. Great, yeah. great move. Saw two yeah. guys sitting out there that were high. <clears throat> High value and made a perfect blend of moves to get him. Worked out well. I bet you if that draft was done over, that Savoy at least would be in the second round. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Oilers have, you know, they've got a lot of guys that um, look that, you know, they. Um... One of them has to work out. Like, honestly, that's it. Like, Savoy has got lethal, lethal shouting. Um, Borgo has lethal in. He's just a great player. He's an instincts player. in the offensive end and vision. And like that video I showed you guys today, how well he can just hitch up and slow the play down and bring, he looked like uh, Joe Thornton, you guys. I'm, I, the, like you my bring three guys Virgo. to him and find the open guy. And this guy's snipe, right? And like, if you can do that with Leon and, and McDavid nonstop or McLeod for that matter. I would have loved if, uh, and this is in my mind, and I talked about this last year, I think Burgo is one of those players that should have been playing AHL this past season and probably yeah, would have helped him out. Um, and so I'm kind of curious when he transitions to, you know, professional hockey, how that well, looks. Well, you just said him. they'd send him back, didn't you? Well, they'll send him to uh, Bakersfield. They can't send oh, him back to... Oh. Um, That's what I no, thought. He's, he's already played he's, four years. Yeah. 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 No, he'll be uh, he'll be in Bakersfield this year. But last yeah. year he couldn't play for Bakersfield. Way he played there when he was fifteen, man, and scored that year. Yeah, yeah, no, Burgo was awesome. I mean, he was yeah. dominant. But he, you know, watching him play, I mean, I watched him play here in Halifax, and and he just looked bored, right? Like mm. he, you know, he um, 
he didn't have the um like it just wasn't Nightly competitive enough for him, right? And it so was in the playoffs. He's 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 winning uh you know he's he's scoring all the time, he's doing all that and it's just you know, I I just worry that bad habits set in. So you you know, you get into and and who knows if they did. I just you know, that's the way it looked when he was when he was here and, and so I think that he would have been better off playing a year of professional hockey last year, but the way the CHL and and uh, the NHL have that agreement. He had to be playing junior hockey last year. And I think he's one of those guys that that agreement really hurts. Yeah. Yeah. When I had uh, Pomodi on there, on my show there, uh, he, he spoke about Petrov should be in the AHL too, there too. Oh, five. Rather, so rather, than, uh, rather than junior, just hurting his, hurting his development. He said there just because he, he has bad habits, all because of the, the junior side of hockey yeah so. i mean there there are some of those players right like yeah the petrovs the burgos right that it could use a year in in pro but not not at the nhl level obviously and and um kelly is listening in from beer league he's you know he says don't get attached to any young guys not on the Oilers <laughs> roster but he's right Kelly, right? I mean, my number know. one fan welcome i just like to give you a personal welcome <laughs> yeah. let me know reach out if there's any stories you want to hear anything from me personally i'm here for you thanks kelly oh man i tell you <laughs> anyway you know I, I mean the way i look at it right like these um I think over the next, you know, five years or so, they've got to change, especially as the players get a little bit bigger, right? Like the guys get bigger and get a little bit more skilled. Somebody needs to, um, you know, change that rule and have, you know, whether it's kind of like the um, exceptional player rule in junior, right? Where maybe it's an exceptional player can go and play in the AHL. Uh, at a yep. certain certain age or whatever, because Burgo, so there's guys. It happens every year. There's you know got to be a half dozen guys that could go play pro hockey, and and I think it hurts. Wow, well, I think it hurts the CHL in a few ways. In that I you know I think those guys will sometimes um, you know they maybe they're if they know that they're going to be that that type of player will go and play NCAA in advance because they'll be playing against men a little bit sooner, right? I don't, I don't know. Yep. Maybe, maybe not. Um, Jax is saying we're, there's some talk about uh, Murray on uh, YouTube right now. Uh, he's had one eighty-two game season, so a little bit injury prone. What are your guys' thoughts? I mean, we haven't we've kind of talked about everything else about Murray. Um, you know, there's been some articles. Everybody talks about um, you know maybe Oilers need a guy like this on the roster uh, to get them past the hump, right? And and most teams they have a guy that's been there and and uh, been successful and and might not be. You know, you, whatever you want to call them, glue guys or whatever. They're not top liners, but they're they're guys that know and uh, are good for the team. Is Murray that guy? And, um, you know, every, there's not much negative about this signing in my mind, but is Murray, is Murray the right guy? Like, is he the right guy at the right time for this Oilers to take a little bit of a leap? This is one of those situations where I, I start to think the old experience thing and I want to stand the cup thing is a little overdrawn, like a little overhyped. I mean, because Murray didn't play in the playoffs. He didn't play much for Colorado in the second He half. was hurt. He would have. Yeah, he was hurt. Absolutely. He so, would have played instead of Jack Johnson, though. He probably yeah. would have, for sure, but he yep. didn't. 
right? So we're, yeah. we're hailing yeah. him as a guy that's done all these things to win a Stanley Cup. But yes, he was in the room. He saw some things happening. But like he wasn't on the ice in those moments. So yeah. no, don't get me wrong. I love the Ryan Murray signing. I just that's not why I like the Ryan Murray signing. Whatever. Drive Ryan Murray out of sound. He barely got here. <laughs> do you like with with wow. Ryan Murray? Do Holy you uh, Ryan. do you too many do, with Ryan around with Whoa. Ryan Murray? Do you uh, do you go the route to say like a Kawhi Leonard and you know load management? Do you do you just you know kind of do a rotating you know on the you know i know woodcroft loves doing 11 and 7 yeah. you know do you do you get a rotation happening there or, or what what there? happen there like if there's a night where most nights they'll probably go 12 6 traditional ryan murray's in that spot over broberg but they want to hurt they want to get broberg's mid hl games they need to develop him so yep. there will be a lot of nights where they go 11 too. I think the way the, the roster breakdown on the cap is, is setting up, they're not going to be carrying a full 23. I think there's going to be a lot of nights where they do go 11 forwards because they're not going to be able to carry all that many forwards. I think yeah. that Holloway and Broberg are both going to be on the roster because as they were saying on Friday's episode of Stopper, that since they both have performance bonuses and the Oilers are going to be operating in LTIR, Let's say they send him down to start the year. They call him back up. Now they count for their cap hit and their performance bonus. So they actually count for more if we start him in the A and then call him up. So it makes sense to just keep him on the roster from day one. Utilize them. Absolutely. I think Holloway's got boots to fit in from day one. And Broberg's already shown that he can hold his own here. So have him on the roster from day one. But you break him in slowly. And Ryan Murray helps us do exactly that. So, yeah, I don't expect Ryan Murray to play 82 games. I don't expect yeah. Probert to play 82 games either. Yeah. But I think they can both get into good 40-plus. I think Beer League Heroes right, and we just got Ryan Murray so that we can dissect his brain and find out other dirty secrets down in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Be, I mean, bamboo and a work and a boarding table for that guy. That's not, you know what? That's not um, right. Like it's, look, it's all part of it, but it's not a bad signing in that it does give you some opportunity to have a guy with some experience who can, in and even if he is injury prone, right? Like we do, we want to see more out of Broberg. To Ryan's point, right? We want to yeah. see Broberg get some games in. You know, I talked about this a few weeks back when we were on and you know, I was mentioning it tonight too. Like you, this team you expect going into the deadline is going to be one or two in the Pacific division. And so you got a guy now with some NHL talent that hopefully gets you, you know, 30, 40 games before that time. Right. And gives you a chance to shield those young guys like Broberg and, and who knows what happens with Nima Linen and uh, Samarukov and, and some of these other defensemen that are kind of pushing at the bit to, to get um, to get into the lineup. Right. But you give you give them at least some some opportunity to maybe play a couple of games. If you don't like the way Murray's playing, you can sit him. Right. Or if you want to give, you know, some other players, he's a guy that's never you know, he's never played a full season anyway, right? So, you know, if he sits, you know, in the press box for one or two, not even because he's played poorly, but because he's being a team player, then great, right? You get, you know, like I think we're worried most about Broberg than anybody else. 
and see and and uh, you know play them against Arizona, right? <laughs> right. Give them, yeah. you know, in front of the tent. Robert doesn't have to clear waivers that. either. Actually, I expect Arizona's well, like attendance to be up. Bonus thing. It's <laughs> because the, t- the Oilers are so tight against the half. Five thousand. Send it down and bring it back up. Yeah. So you know. Anyway, I mean, long story short is. Um, like he's he'll, he'll definitely bring some stability to the deep pair. I, the one thing we're not talking about, I mean, just like we talked about, you know, the Flames and some surprises they may or may not have on um, with that team, right? Because it's a bun- bunch of unknowns. A big thing that we don't know with the Oilers is how this team responds to Manson under a full year of coaching, right? Like, we don't know. I mean, did we really have a chance to see Woodcroft and Manson's system last year? I think we did by the tail end. But now they're going to have training camp. They're going to have time to... And and Woodcroft's now got some NHL experience under his belt, you know, a little bit. He's, he's watched some playoffs. He's got some new ideas, I'm sure. And he's... And you know what I love about Woodcroft? And I've got to think that Manson's the same way. These it, Like, Woodcroft is a true student of the craft. Like that guy, like he doesn't, you know, he talked about it. He said like this, you know, the work started the day after, right? And he starts going over video and he starts looking at things. I mean, he's an old video guy, right? He understands. And he's, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that the same Woodcroft that's coaching this year is not going to be the same Woodcroft that's coaching 10 years from now. And it's, and he's just going to get better and better year after year. And so this defensive uh, system that we have right now, is finally going to have some opportunity to play under one guy uh, for you know a, a, you know a, a full season, hopefully, <laughs> barring any any weird changes. Yeah, one guy's going to be ready for the playoffs. <laughs> one yeah. guy, <laughs> yeah, one guy, one guy. Strom, yeah. So you know, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, I'm looking forward to seeing how these guys like Nurse and CC how they play together again. Kulak, I'm really excited to see how he progressed over the season and how he progresses uh, into this next year. And Bouchard, I mean, there's lots to be excited about there. I mean, will we see him on the power play going into the new season, right? That's your biggest surprise this year from your question you answered about or asked about seven and a half minutes ago. What's that? Who the biggest surprise will be. Bouchard. (laughs) You never let any of us answer. Yeah, that's my, I think it's Bouchard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the but at the end of the day, right? Like better defensive system, and you got a guy that's maybe a little bit more stable in net with Jack Campbell, right? Like, Let's hope so. You know, I mean, this is um, Kirk's like on got this big smile on his face. Like, man, you're either you're letting them go over there, and you're just <laughs> I am. I am. We got, we got some inside or... jokes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> what's on your mind there, Kirk? What's making you so happy right now? I was just, da- I was Dash, just laughing obviously. At, I was la- <laughs> yeah, I was laughing at your chirp there just now, and and Mike just Jersey he, he just plugged right dig- through. He didn't care. He <laughs> just, just like oh, screw him. you, man. Screw you. <laughs> probably the best. <laughs> yeah it's, it's obviously apparent that he misses uh Durser. just you know <laughs> he bear asked three questions in a seven minute rant there like which which one do you want us to touch <laughs> i'm just i'm i'm wondering why you guys aren't writing this shit down <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. For a minute there, I thought you were talking to Merlin and not us. (laughs) Half the time, I feel like I am. Or Dursa. (laughs) (laughs) Sit down, Dursa. Can you put that picture of his, like, you know, abstract bear bear nostril up (laughs) again? We can pretend we're all answering for. Does anybody even know what happened to Dursa? No, he didn't text me. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing in the chat. He's probably, he probably hasn't even come back yet. Let's have a segment. What Everyone happened to Dursa? I think he might have fallen off where's the back Dursa? deck. Oh man! Now where's Waldo? Where's Dursa? Jeepers! They his wife. Like ha- having baby. a having a beer with Carmen San Diego. Oh, jeez! I feel like this is the kind of season that's going to be <laughs> like. Off this the is the talent you picked, buddy. <laughs> it's off the rails. Rudistic says uh, WTF Dursa hashtag unsafe. <laughs> somebody, somebody got that one on the on the head. Yep. All right, guys, DL. let's DL. Uh, let's wrap this up. Man, let's go home. I don't even drink, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even drink, and you're hungover from us. Hungover. Already. I'm low. You know, Michael, I must say, here's the thing. I asked for a month off and I am both, you know, flabbergasted and flattered that you did not bother to have a podcast the entire time that I was gone yet made sure that I had to be part of this one. So oh, yeah, yeah. I I, sure. I, it makes me feel like no matter what, you can only do yeah. this with me. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's... Did that, did that thank you sound sincere? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being there for me. Anytime. Love Keep the, pr- love the shirt shock. and love the hat, Shh. by the way. Hey, put that hat up close to the to the thing there. Looks good. Looks good. It's on me. That costs like $150 to make or what? At least. At least. You know what? <laughs> Kirk, Wait till I sign over. it. You okay, come on I over to my house today. and don't worry about it. I had like uh, that you, that you banged that? on my door in Edmonton and made me let you in. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know how scary it is when a guy's six foot five, two hundred and seventy pounds, banging on your door saying, "Please talk hockey with me, please." <laughs> I came all this way. Everybody in Calgary hates me. That's the whole success of the podcast. This <laughs> is <just> my size. <laughs> You're gonna be on my show, damn it! I'll pay you a visit. Um, I, mean, I want to point out a very creative tweet that I put on Twitter today, and nobody, nobody except for Eric Friesen, who I'm going to adopt, <laughs> 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 like my tweet. Sammy Silber, that's the she writes for the Athletic, I think, or something to that effect. Uh put out a tweet from uh, about uh, Slefkovsky said it would be weird seeing himself on a trading card. And wow. I said, Hey, he can call me if he knows what it feels like. <laughs> he wants to know what it feels like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> little flex there. <laughs> hey, yeah, little flex. There you go. There you go. Not it, you know, I mean, the handsome, handsome devil right there. It's, right in front of me every time i do a podcast you know just giving me inspiration (laughs) inspiration all right guys we're gonna wind it down this is my favorite podcast with dursa ever i just want to put that out (laughs) there i really enjoyed this a lot he has not said 
anything. He fell <laughs> anything off his awful deck. this time. Touched like, of this miracle. Good. He has been. Kim. He has been fantastic. Kim finally put that finger to good use. <laughs> they, <laughs> he gone. <laughs> he's not, I'm like we're gonna add him in when we go offline and see if he's still there. All right, um, we're gonna shut it down. I uh, just uh, we're gonna be back every Tuesday now. As as we get closer to um, training camp, we'll definitely have more to talk about, less flames to talk about, less <laughs> less everything else to talk about, more Oilers to talk about. Once we see Jack Jensen, will never tune in again. That's right. That's right. Jack Jensen's gone. I'm sorry, Jack. Uh, I'll talk to Michael after this. It was really appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. Actually, a pretty good, um, pretty good showing tonight across all the different platforms. Appreciate you guys. Let's uh, kind of shut it down with um, some last words. I'm going to give uh, Morris or Ryan. You haven't had the last word in a while, have you? Well, I can't imagine I'm ever getting it again. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Hold concept on, I, of last word. Hold on, I've got <laughs> another like, written statement here from Michael Hebert. If it's, you uh, look up last word in, in the dictionary, this is that last written statement where he declared that the Stanley Cup would not be won by the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, At some point in time, you're going to have to address that statement, Michael. <laughs> there we go. Yes. All right, Dash. Anything to say? Uh, before we let the no, I feel too much air. Let Kirk talk and say something smart, and then Lotsy can finish us off. I just love you guys. Good to get the band back together. This was fun. I miss you. I wish Durst was on so I could have chirped slightly more. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Go Oilers, go. <laughs> All right, thanks, Dash. Mister Morris, what do you got for us? I'm just I'm getting fired up here just talking about hockey again it's been way too long and can't wait for all me i'm i can't wait for the rookie camp to fire up to see what's going to happen there so yeah it's just uh paddle like, down podcast said, invite i'm waiting yeah. my uh, mailbox is still empty <laughs> i haven't got one either. It, it, it's being sent out tomorrow okay the check will mm. be in the mail mm. <laughs> pretty much awesome yeah i'll say a couple things quickly ryan before you get the last word tonight everybody knows how it works ryan's gonna get the last word i go on mute put everybody else on mute because i think i'll have to with this group and i'm uh, going now <laughs> fuck you guys anyway uh again uh thank you to everybody who tuned in tonight uh check us out please do go to youtube.ca slash heavy hockey give us a subscribe uh, if you still want to listen to us after tonight, um, I think it, I think really, I mean, you just, you start out slow and then it can only get better from there. This is the way I feel. <laughs> so that's kind of what we're, uh, what we're going to do about, uh, training camp is, um, I think 10 days from now, maybe nine, uh, cause we're passing over the uh, midnight mark here shortly. And uh, and then uh, 19 days until uh, Oilers' first preseason game. So looking forward to some Oilers hockey. We'll see what kind of jerseys they come out with, a whole bunch of other things. But, um, you know, the subscriptions and uh, all of that, very important for us. Um, check out heavyhockey.com. There's been some articles over the summer, www.heavyhockey.com. And, uh, yeah, that's all I've got to say. Ryan, you've got the last word tonight. 
Take it away. You All better right. make it good. No pressure. And pressure. say good night when you're done. Thanks. Love you guys. Um, yeah, so just to touch a little bit more on the Ryan Murray thing, because that's the most recent news of the day sort of idea. But uh, I think Ryan Murray signing means that we've seen the last of Slater Cuckoo, aside from training camp. I think uh, he's he's better than Cuckoo right now, and he's $225,000 cheaper. So for a cap-strapped team like the Oilers, that matters a whole lot. So I think Cuckoo's days are done in Edmonton. Um, likely going to be buried in the AHL this year, which is unfortunate for him. That's too bad. But uh, yeah. Um, so I got a piece on Murray and the whole cap situation coming out in the next few days here. So look forward to that. And like everybody else, I'm sure I'm looking forward to to the rookie camp, seeing what Dylan Holloway can do against all the other rookies out there. Looking forward to main camp, seeing what guys like Borjo and Holloway, all our young forwards look like. And obviously looking forward to some Oilers hockey again. With that, guys, thank you for listening to uh, whatever this was tonight. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Night. Night.